you gotta be so mean to me? I'm not mean. I'm a I'm a I'm a very polite man. Hey, see the big fat white doughy boy over there? Let's put him out in 105 degree weather. And that is when you hit the music. It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this mm. is another episode of the wonderful, the great, the Nobel Prize winning <laughs> show known as Movies That Don't Suck and Some To Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are talking about two horror movies. Mm-hmm. Yes, horror movies about girls who get paid money to stand on the street corner. Uh, I mean, not really either, but kind of. <laughs> <Look at there. laughs> no, no, no. We're talking about we're, we're talking about two horror movies. One is the Panic Fest, which which we uh, did a great review of earlier this year. The Panic Fest is a great mm-hmm. festival of horror movies, thrillers, sci-fi that is in Kansas City. Chris had the wonderful time of going there, and uh, I caught as many movies as I could when I could. Yeah, um, yeah. So and I actually talked to the. Yeah, I did an interview with the group that made this movie, and the movie's called Reveal. Yeah, what episode did you throw that out on? Uh, it's actually just uh, it's it's just called Panic Fest 2022. Chris talks to the the real guys, so um, you can find that on our feed. It's probably eight or nine episodes back, but it's there, and um, it's Reveal is now on Shutter. But um, you know what? We should talk. Uh, who's in that movie, Neil? In that movie, <laughs> first was. Man, I cannot pronounce her name. Okay. I tried looking it's it up. Kato Oss. Kato Oss. Kato Oss. Thank you. So how much do you know about BDSM? Um, not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Are you familiar with CBT? Mm-hmm. NT? GS? Mm-hmm. AW? Mm-hmm. FF? Pegging? Oh, yes. Pegging. <laughs> I know that one. I don't know. <laughs> okay, good. I can teach you the rest. Great. So if you don't know anything about BDSM, why would you want to work here? Well, I am a uh, uh, very hard worker. Um, I am never late. I, uh, to be honest, I just really need a job. Yeah, that's uh, from her from, uh, God damn it, the not prepared. Um, <laughs> she was in like four movies, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, two in the bush, a love story. Two in the bush. That's what it's called. Yes. And um, yeah. 100%. I got a question. How many times have you interviewed for jobs qualified for? Uh, several, but I've gotten them all. <laughs> so. That's, that's yeah. so messed up. All right. Um, know, also, Anthony. <laughs> Also, in the movie with her is Shannon Scroden. Uh, Shani, Shana Scruton. That's what I said. Scroden. Scruton. The ooh. Scruton. It says. Scruton. Okay. This is the end, Angie Pitarelli. You thought hell was a joke? You thought hell was a real? Think again. Sally, I'm going to need you to back off right now. Hell is coming for you. 
It is coming for everyone and all of your sins and all of your judgments are all how you're going to pay. Straight from Revealer, the actual uh, trailer. Uh, next year, she's actually in Scare Package 2, which uh, I mean, if you saw the original Scare Package, but that was killer. Yeah, yeah. And um, also, Bishop Stevens, did I put his in there? Uh, no, you didn't. But he's, he's okay. a wrestler, right? Wasn't yeah. he a wrestler? Yeah. No. Was he? Already is. He was a WCW wrestler. Please. Bishop Stevens? Yeah, Bishop Stevens. Yeah, he was. he's a wrestler. But he's. No. Yeah, he says wrestler WCW and WWE. I read this. As a pro wrestler, as Steven started his career as a pro wrestler, no way, really. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he tra- trained with uh, trained by Harley, with, uh Race. Harley Race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the under the stage scene, the Atomic Dog. Sound familiar? Wow, I remember Atomic <laughs> Dog? He wouldn't have been called that in WWF. What do they call him dead? Ali Stevens began. Okay. Yeah, he, I, I, I didn't know that. He, I was a, uh, I was kind of upset that he was. I was upset, but when I, he had actually had to leave the night, I was going to go see uh, when I interviewed him. I'm like, Bishop didn't make it. They're like, no, nah, he really wanted to, but he couldn't be here. So, um, but yeah, that's anyway, uh, But yeah, so the movie that we're talking about is Revealer. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, it's available on Shutter right now. It's a really good movie. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. And then the second movie is the bad movie of the week. The one, the only, it's like third at the box office right now. <laughs> it is the black phone featuring uh, Mason Thames and Madalena McGraw. Well, he was stupid to pick a fight with Robin Ariana. He's the tough skin school since the grabber got pinball Vance Hopper. I wish you wouldn't call him that. Everyone called him Pinball Vance. No, I mean... I know who you mean, jerk face. Even the papers call him the grabber. Just wish you wouldn't say his name. You don't actually believe that story, do you? No. Because he can't hear you. He doesn't really take kids that safe. I know that. Finny. I said I know. Then say it. No. Are you chicken? Yeah. Uh, also, who else is in this? That that's actually from the movie because I couldn't yeah. find any of their acting things. I couldn't find any clips from them whatsoever. Also in this movie, the wonderful Jeremy Davies. Because I'm thinking women, right? Right now we got women and women, right? If we get women, you know, together on the same team and all that shit, what happens? You know what happens? All kinds of shit you can't explain happens, you know, like the the good shit, you know. Mysterious, but good. Usually very good. Things get solved, you know. So that's my plan. And what do you think? Right. I'll have to think about that. Yeah, that's from Solaris, 2002 Solaris. Uh, he plays like yeah, you know, a, a young guy there. And this one, he plays the dad. <laughs> right. Correct. Yeah, and this <laughs> one, he's the he's the drunken dad. He's been in a lot of good movies. Uh, yeah, yeah, Davies. Yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's been big... in the background of a lot of good fucking movies. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, also, the one, the only, the man of the hour, the guy so nice they named him twice, Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. The most unremarkable of events. Jerome Morrow, navigator first class, is about to embark on a one-year manned mission to Titan. 14th moon of Saturn. A highly prestigious assignment, although for Jerome, 
selection was virtually guaranteed at birth. He's blessed with all the gifts required for such an undertaking, a genetic quotient second to none. No, there is truly nothing remarkable about the progress of Jerome Morrow, except that I am not Jerome Morrow. From one of the greatest sci-fi films of all time, Gattaca. I fucking love Gattaca. I think you do too. I love Gattaca too. That's why I yeah. find one of his. I mean, uh, he's been in everything. The Northman, we, we, which we reviewed earlier. Um, Boyhood? Freaking, Boyhood uh, huh? <laughs> Boyhood? Tang Day? All before Boyhood. sunset? Before, before sunrise? Before you know, midnight? Um, and he's got such gr- upcoming great movies like, you know, uh, Bat Wheels. Bat Wheels? What is, oh, wait, hold on. Is he is he being Batman? <laughs> He's Batman in Bat Wheels, a superpowered crime fighting vehicle defending Gotham City alongside Batman Robin and Batgirl and a host of DC supers having just been created by the Bat Computer. Our heroes are essentially kids with little to no life experience. Okay. Well, I just want to say that I think Ethan Hawke, like I think that it's just in the last ten years, people realize how great an actor he is. You know, like like how? Uh, How has it just been the last thing? I know. I just feel. I feel like he's not got his due enough, ever. You know. You, you know when I realized he was a good actor. Dead Poet Society. No. No, that was because Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Okay. Is why Dead Pipe so it's good. All right. Nothing against Ethan Hawke, and nothing against his part in it. Okay. But we none of us said, "Oh, Ethan Hawke's the guy." Oh my god! The whole time. Yeah, we were all the whole time. We were like, "Oh shit, Robin Williams can do some drama." Mm-hmm. No, it's reality bites. Oh, okay, from nineteen ninety four. Yeah, yeah, that was the movie that like, and it came out right when I was like fifteen years old, fourteen, fifteen years old, and I was like, "Damn, it's a great movie." What year were you born? Eighty. Okay, so yeah, okay, yeah, 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 you were. You're 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 in the cusp of Gen X, right? Like like you're mostly. Gen- I am Gen X, motherfucker. Oh, you're not millennial. Okay. I know. You ever call me a millennial? I'll stab you in the fucking heart. Well, I'm <laughs> a millennial. I'm I'm square firmly in the millennial part of a generation. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. There's this uh, game show we should probably go on. It's What's called it Generation called? Gap. Oh. <laughs> I just saw it advertised earlier today. I, I don't know what it is at all. I don't have any reference. I saw Kelly Ripla, and there's a little kid and a grandma, and I guess they're working together yeah, yeah, yeah. On, a, on a game show. I don't know. I don't know what the hell it is. Chris, tell them where they can find us. You can find us on movies.net. We're on Facebook. Facebook.com. Facebook. Podcast. We're on Twitter. NDS Podcast. We're on Instagram. NDS Podcast. We're also on a. A Patreon, Patreon, concert, shoes don't suck. Uh, if you guys want uh, shirts with our logo or other stuff that Neil's made, go to bonfire.com, search shoes don't suck, and something to do. And we're on all stream platforms. Or you, oh, yeah, we're on Twitch too, at MTS Podcast. And if we, we're all stream platforms, where you find podcasts, you can find movies don't suck and something to do. Who we uh, do a shout today to? Yeah. Today we're going to do a place that we've already done in the past, but I'm just going to give them some love one more time. Uh, because this past Sunday, my in-laws, me and my wife, uh, we, we had a great time hanging out there uh, playing board games. And there was a bartender the whole time. I kept calling Rebel Scum. 
uh, because he has the uh, he has the old republic tattooed yeah. on his forearm, mm -hmm. and uh, that's going to be Neff Brewing. Neff Brewing is one of my favorite places in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It is a gluten free beer. Now listen to how this started. It started Neff. Neff Brewing is a family-owned business founded by a father and son team, John and Jonathan Neff. Uh, their brewing venture began when Jonathan was diagnosed with a salad. Gosh, dang it. I always mess it up. Salit. It means you can't have gluten. Um, oh, Salitic. Uh, celiac. 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 Sorry. Celiac disease in uh, 2012. After he was uh, told he could no longer drink regular beer without having an allergic reaction, Jonathan began his search for quality craft gluten-free beer. Disappointed with what was available in the market, Jonathan utilized his background in chemistry and engineering and began his adventure into home brewing of gluten-free beers. That is insane. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Like, yeah, crazy. I'm looking for this because I enjoy this, but I can't have it anywhere. <laughs> you know what? I guess I'll just make the science up myself. Mm -hmm. So they're lo located right here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, at doo -doo -doo -doo. Where's their address? Why is their address not available? You know what? I hate when this happens. You know, I, I look like I'm not prepared. I literally have this on my computer, like for like, since yesterday morning <laughs> literally Guys, we're, we do this for fun we're not professionals so we are not professionals but anyway uh neff brewing is at 321 south frankfort avenue suit 2 tulsa oklahoma 74120 uh one of the best places and not only their beer which is sold at cross liquor stores all across tulsa or oklahoma to be a fact but also their food is gluten-free and amazing like, I had fish and chips, and the fish is, like, freaking ginormous, dude. It's, like, the size of my foot. So, so uh, I get uh, get one of yesterday, I pull out a package, and it's from... Uh, I don't want to know about you pulling out your package in front of your well, mailman again. I pulled a, a parcel from my, from my mailbox, and yeah. uh, uh, I think it's from uh, you, Neil. I think you... you oh! Oh, my gosh! <laughs> all right. All right. So, this is your birthday gift. Now, I just want you to know... I started your birthday gift two weeks before your birthday, mm -hmm. and this is how long it took to do this to get here. And as soon as uh, you open it and see what it is, I'll explain why. Uh, there we go. <laughs> quickly. All right. So I can tell right now it's a t-shirt. Yeah. And on it, yeah. it says, it says, Wes Anderson and Bob Dylan and the Earthbound and Black Phillip and Record Night and Shinerbach and NCS Podcast. All my favorite things. <laughs> yeah. So no t-shirt company would let me put any of those words on a shirt. <laughs> they said I had to get a trademark from Wes Anderson. I had to get a trademark from Bob Dylan. I had to get a trademark from 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 uh, uh, Shinerbach. Like Literally, I got my money refunded from no less, and I am not bullshitting you, Chris. I got my money refunded by six different online Jesus Christ, dude. making that damn T-shirt. I was about to do it on our website, and just put it so I could only see it, buy it, and wait for it, and then send it to you myself. But finally, I found a place that would do it. That didn't really check for the trademarks. I think they were basically like, hey... We see what you're doing here. So I, I love it. Thank you. Yeah, dude. I thought it 
cool. I thought it'd be cool to have one of those shirts for you. And, mm-hmm. and people be like, if you go to a party or something, you can wear it. Yeah. You know, and then like, yeah. they'll like, well, like, be like, what's this guy about? And I'm like, just read the shirt. Just right here, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right here. This is all of it. I have nothing more in life to give you. Well, I love it. Thanks, pal. Anytime. I'm sorry it's so late, but literally, it's okay. I, it was such a headache to get that degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, I got two concerts in the next two days. I've been at 5 a.m. What are they? Who's, who's performing? Uh, tomorrow is Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Okay, I know who they are. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty good. And then uh, Saturday is Ava Levine and Machine Gun Kelly. I didn't know they were touring together. I guess they are, aren't they? Yeah. Who's that? They've been touring for like the last year together. Are they co-headlining? Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun mm. Kelly. I don't know. I mean, I've seen a video where they're both on stage together. Maybe I got co-headlining. called by my boss today. I got called by my boss today. It's like, hey, I just got a phone call from um, Machine Gun Kelly's people. And I, I had to call you to tell you, do not bring cardboard cutouts of Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly to the to the concert on Saturday. And I was like, what okay. the fuck? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, what does yeah, that yeah. mean? <laughs> and he's just I guess like, we've been doing that. <laughs> he goes, he goes. Some radio station did big cut at cardboard cutouts, and I guess it really, really pissed them off. Why? I have no idea. Maybe people were making out with them. I don't know. Well, I, I can tell you that you'll never catch me making out with a Machine Gun Kelly poster. Uh, Megan Fox is another story. story but um, um, but you um, out with the Megan poster? No, I did not. Uh, I was just joking. Why did you make out? That's that's just weird, dude. Why would you do that? Drinking beer. Were you drunk? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, but man, uh, I don't. How was your week, man? I mean, besides meeting with the cops, you got to head for good for July, right? Good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest, we stayed inside, ate pizza, and watched. Uh, I, I got my family to watch the last night in Soho because uh, oh, it just came out on HBO Max. Yeah. Well, it just came out on HBO Max. Yeah, we like that movie. And, uh, so we, so we like. And then we, uh, like I said, Sunday we played a bunch of board games mm-hmm. um, and uh, just had a good time doing that. And then uh, Monday, I mean, we did really chill, man. I mean, we, we had some crazy stuff happen on Saturday that I'm not going to repeat or anything like that. But it, it, something happened crazy Saturday, and then after that, we're like, fuck everybody. Yeah, fuck drama. Everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah, screw you guys and your drama. Uh, save it for your mama. I'm not <laughs> about it. We're not about it. We are just like, no, no. What you do for uh, the fourth? Uh, nothing. We just went to a friend's house, and we played board games. And then we uh, made s'mores and lost some fireworks. Just a, oh, I made mores. Oh. Yeah, it was weird because it's so hot that the second you brought them outside, they just started melting. Like, what the fuck? Like, like, like it was it was messy, but it was fun. Good time. Whose house but, is this? Uh, well, you may have met David McKenzie. Have you met David McKenzie? Yeah, yeah. They they live. They moved like three minutes away from us. Literally, literally. 
three minutes away. They moved just last weekend. So, uh, they're, they're nice. Yeah. yeah. That's a good so way to, you know, figure out if you guys can get along together. <laughs> if we live close to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're coming I mean, to our place Sunday. So I hope they do. I hope they do. I hope you guys have a good time, a good makeout section together. Do they know what you're into? They know what you're into? You're like, we like we like friends with benefits. I no, we I just don't we friends. I don't have any friends with benefits. I have a wife, uh, or a spouse. Mm-hmm. That, okay, but you know what we need to talk about though? Probably some <laughs> of the movies, dude. Yeah. So the first movie we're going to talk about is Reviewer, directed by Luke Boyce. Um, did, I think we talked about a movie called uh, uh, about a movie called Do you remember the Puka? It was like a it, it was like a um. It was on the Hulu. It yeah, was mod- it was like a. I, 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 well, he he directed that, and then he directed this movie called Reviewer, D- directed by Luke Boyce and written by Mike mm-hmm. Marisi, Luke Boyce, and comic book artist named uh, Tim Seeley. Do you know who Tim Seeley is? Yes. Hack Slash. He made that. Okay. Well, yeah. He wrote. He yeah. He was one of the writers involved in making this. I thought you'd be find that cool. No uh, way, really. He stars. <laughs> <laughs> this stars Kato Oss as Angie. So how much do you know about BDSM? Shane is shooting as Sally Mooborn. This is the end, Angie Petarelli. Uh, Bishop Stevens played Ray. Phil Bogdan plays Asmodeus. Bella Zalier played Wallace, who's the guy at the very beginning. And Sammy Del Purgatario played David. Um, let's read the storyline for this one. Mm, yeah. Revealer is set... During the height of the satanic panic in the 1980s Chicago, Angie Perilli just wants to make some extra cash dancing in her peep show booth at the Revealer's adult bookstore. Sally Mayborn wants to save Angie's soul by leading a protest outside her workplace. When the sky turns red and terror starts to consume the streets, Angie and Sally end up trapped in Angie's booth and together have to find a way to survive an apocalypse of biblical and demonic proportions. The Revealer film is a Shudder original and was available on the stream store starting June 23rd. All right. So um, I saw it. Oh, you're weirded that. out because I went and found a different place that explained it yeah, a lot better. Did. I, know. I did my research on this <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I, was, I, I was like, Neil's every one since people were like, what the fuck is it about? But uh, um, so reveal, I saw this. I had the pleasure of seeing this at Panic Fest with uh, and everyone in the Cato and Shayna and mm-hmm. Luke and uh, and Mike. Reese were there, and uh, Tim Seeley was actually can make it, but the, you know, he sends his regards. But I was able to see the movie, and then the following morning, I drink coffee, and uh, you got fucking super nervous to go meet, meet the cast of crew of Revealer. Uh, they were great. Uh, I want to say right right now that I had a great time talking to them, and you can hear on the on our podcast. Um, and you know what they they said? It, well, a good job interviewing. So <laughs> there we go. Um, but. Uh, you did a so, good job, Chris. Thank Have you, a pal. cookie. I, I I wanted one. <laughs> but um but uh man, I I don't know I don't know how they feel. Uh, like we they had a short discussion with some of the people from uh Nightmare Junkhead after this. Uh shout out Nightmare Junkhead, mm-hmm. great podcast, uh cool, really cool dudes. Um and um and uh I, I feel like this movie <laughs> personally was like made for me. 
<laughs> I really do. I fucking love Reviewer. Uh, it, they described it as a sort of apocalyptic dinner with Andre. That's what someone called it. But uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, like I was, I was super into this fucking movie. Like, uh, started beginning initial. I, I, I love the color. I love the feel. I love the dialogue, which is probably the star of this movie. It's, it's not very scary. Yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely it's, not the acting. The, the acting is fucking amazing in this movie, dude. Kato and Shayna, like, they had this chemistry that was unbelievable. Don't look at me like that. Okay. I won't. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it's a B movie. It, it did its thing. Um, but I think you literally said it there. You said it best, man. Um, the dialogue in this movie and the concept behind center, not center. Yeah. And a uh, time that literally looks like it's the uh, end days, which you don't see any of at yeah. all. You don't even very, get a very, tease uh, of it. Very end of it. Uh, uh, the, yeah. Okay. You get a painting that they made animated. They made it animated, <laughs> an animated painting. Um, I love the concept. I love the idea. Uh, man, what's the best way to say this? I don't. I don't want to really want to dog on it because I really love the whole idea. I love where the story goes. I love. Um, I don't know if maybe it was the lack of. Whoa! What happened to your head? I took the hat off. It's going to hot down here. So, yeah, so. really? It's hot? <laughs> Is it 106? Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> it's 106 here right now. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so uh, my thing, I think maybe they just didn't have enough money for good filming equipment. Uh, it was a micro-budget film. Like, there was hardly any money put behind yeah. it. Yeah, like, the two girls, yes, great chemistry together. They are awesome. Uh, Ray Bishop Stevens was cheesy ass fuck. You didn't love him, though? I, I loved his character. Like, no, 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 no. That's the problem, though. I think if that character was more realistic and not overacted, you know, that this movie would have a heavier feeling to it. You know, because they are talking about some really, really like, you know, today, today, these people would probably get canceled and thrown off of Twitter and probably have people with torches uh, with little red hats standing outside of their freaking house. <laughs> like, you know. I don't, but you don't, you don't no. get that. No, but, uh, but, but yeah, the acting was good. The concept's good. Um, there's something about it that just seemed a little off and I'm trying to figure out what it is. So a lot of people but, are saying it's, it's over long that they think it could be a good short film. I, I kind of disagree with that. I, I thought it was, yeah, I disagree only. with that. Totally. I, I do not believe that one bit. I believe this was perfect length. Um, especially when it comes full circle. Mm. when uh yeah. when it when it comes to its ending and stuff like that um 
in fact, I wish they would have uh, played on what happened during the credits and added it more. Well, the film. I don't think and that's I, the I, point of it. And personally, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it. I get I get I get what the point is. I understand <laughs> the point of the movie. Okay. Don't, don't let me don't let me think that I don't. I just think um, because if you were at the theater and you're the kind of person that leaves right when you know, right when the credits hit, then I feel like you, you missed a kind of an important part of the story. Yeah, I mean, because, because I believe the whole story is that can two bitter enemies get along? Can two people that literally fucking hate each other get along? I mean, maybe that's, but to me, there's a lot of like, uh, even with some of the dialogue, I felt some of it was influenced on the way the, way the political climate was just six months ago. You know, like when it comes Not to six months ago, now, yeah, now, Chris, yeah, fucking now, yeah. Uh, I, I, I love the dialogue. I love the colors in this. By the way, the neon <laughs> shit was just it's just it just hit me in the feels right away. Uh, I, I, like I said, I felt this movie made for me. So maybe it's just it's my personal bias, but I fucking love the viewer. I was super into it. I got the pleasure to talk to them, and I'm not I'm not sucking their dick because I talked to them. I love the movie. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you <laughs> no, no, I, I love the movie. Finger up the butt, probably a little bit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he didn't mean it. But um, no, but like, uh, no, I had a great time. I love this movie, and I no, I, no, no, I like the movie. I, uh, I'm just saying, what movie? It didn't hit. It didn't hit a home run, but it made it to third base. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, like uh, like I said, it didn't hit a complete home run, but man, it, it got the third base halfway there. <laughs> like you know, it was it was close. Like it's like it got to the one yard line and they kicked the field goal and got three points. Okay. You know, like <laughs> like you know, uh, like by any means, I I love the concept. I love the theory behind it. Um, there's just a little bit of cheese. I, maybe it was the rubber monsters. I don't know. Something like <laughs> something like something was just like a little off. And I get it. They only they did it for as much money as they only got. And you know what? I love them for it. I love the concept. Uh, I support. I support anything these guys do in the future. I'll, I'll go look at it in two seconds. I'm not even going to complain. Good. Um, so, uh, do you have quotes for this? Of course, I got fucking quotes for this movie, dude. It, dude. You heard them. You heard them. <laughs> as soon as you heard things in this movie, you know Neil's writing that shit down, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Friends, it's easy to send a check to the address below, and our church will continue. Neil. And prepare your testimony. Is Satan permitting you to see the lie? Try some of that new booty shaking music going on. <laughs> you go crying about the end times to being a judge. Just you go crying about the end times to just being a judgmental bitch. You say one more word and I will send you to Jesus in little fucking pieces. 
wait a minute. You want me to touch a stripper chair? <laughs> it's not. It's not a snake. It's an un. It's an unclean demon. Turns out, shouting at people is a lot easier than talking to them. You punched me right in my, in my, twat. <laughs> Kneel before Ashmina. As Moody is. That's what I said. <laughs> to his worshippers, you know, the Dungeons and Dragon players, the heavy metal musicians. He is a, a he is say his name again. Say his name again. As Moody is. Asmedius. Asmodeus. The creator of judgment. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You have no idea what a chud is, do you? No, I don't know what a chud is. I'm too young for that, am I? Really? You don't know what chud is? No, man, tell me what chud is. It's I don't I, I know the acronym is Animal CHU, Human I, Underground Dweller. Thank you, dude. <laughs> animal I'm, Animal a Humanoid Under world underground dweller uh go Thank go you. watch the movie now everybody everybody watch it now there's no, nothing finish the podcast first yeah yeah judge not and thou shall not be judged that's why the demons want me i'm an abortion yeah i said that wrong <laughs> that's why the demons want me i'm an abomination yeah, I was always like, that's not right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe be someone. Uh oh. Maybe someone should have proofread it, you know, better so assholes don't have justification to be bigots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when this whole thing is done, I'm taking her out for tacos. All right, man. Uh, I. I my score in this is mm-hmm. a four point three. Like I said, I feel as for me. I can't stop thinking. I haven't stopped thinking about this movie seen it. Now I'm gonna watch it uh probably several more times. It's all done, said and done. Uh if you guys like B horror films with a deep message, because there's a lot of talking. I know a lot of people don't don't wanna say that's don't 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 like that stuff. So but I am um, I, I I really enjoy this movie and it's 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 got it's it's a Chris, syntax for all of this. I'm gonna give it a 4.0, bro. I love it. I oh, love thanks, the dude. <laughs> I love the concept. Uh, again, they're just something that just didn't hit me right. I don't know if it was the rubber monsters or there's something there's something that didn't hit me quite right. Where I'm like, oh man, this is a great fucking movie in the world. Like this is a movie I gotta know who I'm saying go watch this movie to. You know what I'm uh, when they were when when they were making it, they were making it in the middle of the pandemic, like no one was working, and so like like they had to do all this all kinds of weird shit to to make it work. You know, have all these people together. Mm-hmm. You know, like so. All right, man. Um, and again, that uh, could have that could have affected it. Again, um, I I I tried very hard to like this movie, and someday. I might like it. I don't know. 
I think you get a four. That's a pretty good score, actually. I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just running my mouth. I, I'm point. glad you you did, you did a little uh, crusty clown laugh right there. But um, I, <laughs> there we go. Perfect, dude. I like that. <laughs> so I'm on, I'm on Rotten Tomatoes, and there's actually a Rotten Tomatoes score for this one. Nice. There's no audience score because uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So got what's it. the what's the critic score in this movie? Mm. Mm. 68%. You're really close, 67. Oh! There's no Christian census yet because it's uh it's still being watched by people. And the, I know that all the all the reviews on here. Here, not- here, here. I, I got the critics of this right here. Okay. Although this has religious and matter movies, as long as you can surpass that, you'll enjoy the slap smiles of the wonderful two main actresses going at it barb none. Rather than that, it is a cheesy B-horror movie that will make you feel happy, happy thoughts all at the same time Why you're talking to yourself wrong. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but... the. Uh, yeah, uh, guys, reviewers on Shutter. If you don't have Shutter, you should Shutter. definitely get on there. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that it that doesn't make you want to see it. I don't know. Well, um, uh, <laughs> right, right. If it if a if a stripper in the middle of a poster with eighty you know, with the this, lighting after after I I know the, the, it's really cool. Um, and plus, I also had to look up because they had LED lights in the mm-hmm. the photo booth, which mm-hmm. LED lights weren't really that cheap back at that time yeah. so i don't think they would be in a they'd be in a but anyway on top of that uh i've been looking up peep show booths uh ever since i watched this <laughs> i've never gone to a peep show booth and i feel Why like a fucking herb yeah yeah you know like i mean i i've gone to strip clubs i've gone to sex clubs I've seen weird orgies and naked parties and I've seen donkey shows and and like stuff like that, but I've never gone to a peep show where you got yeah. a jerk booth. I mean, yeah, I mean, you see a movie, it's all in New York Saints. You see him in this. I mean, uh, yeah, I know that's that's what I was thinking of. Oh no, that that didn't work either. All right, well, I tried. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, but uh, no, I remember I was talking to Kato about this, and she described the lighting as bisexual lighting. And I realized that that's the same shit I had going on in my living room. <laughs> like, that's the same lights I got going on there. So, uh, yeah. Man, so, well, we're but, not yeah. going to talk about that. All right. Well, let's Review move on. It. Let's get to the news, buddy. You ready for the news? I'm always ready for the news. Let's do this. This is the movie Don't Suck and some of the news. Yes, I'm going to read stuff. You're going to listen. And that's the bottom line because I said so. What you got for me? All right. First off the bat, talk about Vault Comics. Hold on. Putting a tie-in with a new movie that we we need to we need to get the sad news out of the way first. No, 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 no. Let me do what the fuck I'm doing. Because you'll see why I'm doing it, and then we'll go to that thing. Why? Why do you do this to me? I'm sorry, man. Ah. I mute myself. Go. Anyway, Chris. Vault Comics just bought the right to a Shutter film. You want to guess what fucking movie that is? 
reviewer? Yes! <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, the comic will be written by Maura Key, Shelley, and Boyce, and Aaron Koontz. One Shot will be a published by Vault Comics, who have teased them that more creators will be announced soon. It will contain four different stories that tie directly into the movie Revolver, uh, Revel- Revealer. It is it has also been reported to reveal more about the film's characters, the mythology, the adult bookstore setting, and what awaits on the other side during a biblical apocalypse. We made a movie, and of course, being comic book guys, we had to make a comic that ties into the movies. Vault is giving us a chance to tell some stories that we couldn't do in the film and play in a sandbox created by the great Luke Boyd's as said Seeley. I can't wait. I really can't wait. I can't I can't wait to watch yeah, That's what I told you this first. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, pal. Oh because it tied in the movie we just reviewed. Now I'll be sad as hey, can, fuck. Thank can you. Can I hug you real quick? Can I give you a hug real quick? Let's hug this out. Audio. What, audio style. You know what? Come on. That's it. That's it. I'm done. Come, 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 come to that. I'm done. No, no. no. <laughs> All right. Um, James Khan uh, passed away at the age of yes, Rest in peace, Sonny Corleone. Um. Yeah, yeah. He was, uh, sadly, he not only um, did he play in, you know, gosh, what, what, what? The Godfather, of course. Yeah. Of course. Everybody knows Misery. the Godfather. But I mean, Misery. You know, everybody's favorite movie of all time, Elf. Um, I mean, I know there's not one person in the world think that's like in their top 10 of, you know, of movies. It's it's hard to believe that movie's 20 years old now, isn't it? It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's still like, and it's still one of the greatest, uh, you know, movies of all time. I mean, like, Mm -hmm. literally. There's not any Christmas movies that better than Elf. I mean, but of course, James Conn is also known for Misery, uh, El Dorado. Oh, my God. My dad used to make me watch Dorado all the time as a kid. Um, freaking uh, Eraser. That's my boy. Uh, oh, Rollerball. Did you ever see Rollerball? No. Oh, my God. I'm going to watch Rollerball tomorrow. Oh, my it's God. It's like a 90s. Yeah. He's huh? great, though. John James Conn, yeah. he was great. And Cloudy and a Chance to Meatballs, one and two. Honeymoon in Vegas. Oh my God, Honeymoon in Vegas with Nicholas Cage. <laughs> oh, and that that horse face. Uh, never mind. Uh, the Way of the Gun, the program. I mean, this guy gave us some of the most, you know, biggest masterpieces. His his art will work on forever. I mean, for the boys with Bette Midler. I mean. Oh my gosh! So thanks for all the uh, good movies, James Conn. We'll definitely be uh, you'll be remembered for that. Um, yeah, man. You just you get to an age and forever. you're like, all right, I'm... forever. <laughs> Sony has announced that they are moving on, and they're going to be trying to do a whole series. Of a video game they recently made into a movie. What? The Uncharted series is a franchise. Sony hasn't officially confirmed a sequel yet, but the film did respectfully pandemic business, taking in over four hundred million 
dollars worldwide. Allen has discussed the likelihood of sequels in his past interviews. The studio has been unusually quiet, but seeing as how Uncharted is currently third highest grossing video game adaptation time, you can safely assume another Nathan Drake adventures in the works. I liked Uncharted. We both could really tell this one, you know? Right? Uncharted is a good, good, good movie. So I can't wait to, you know, see what they do. Give us some, give me more, give me more, give me more. I'd like... I, I'm hoping that they do what they do with the video games. Oh, the, the second one is the second Uncharted is so much better than the first that it makes the first one look kind of lame if, by comparison. But the, you know the first one was fine. I like the first one. The second one is fucking amazing. I bet they can do that with this with this movie series. So what's that? I want to talk to the people who make like Assassin's Creed because I started playing Assassin's Creed Origins yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're like. At, at the pyramids, and I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. seen a pyramid yet, but you know, you're in Egypt yeah. during that time, and it's just like the games just keep getting worse. Like well, ever uh, since Black, they just no, dude. Check out Valhalla. Check out Valhalla. Valhalla is fucking killer. I fucking love Valhalla. I just deleted the can tell you because you distracted me, and I was like, oh, I said that story. Well, I'm so, I, I thought did. I'm supposed to add and on to the stories. Can... I thought that was. I thought it was I was the Andy Richter in this part of the show. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. It's my fault. Hillary Schwack Redner, Olivia Cook to lead opiate thriller movie called Mother's Milk. Hillary Swank will star in Mother's Milk alongside Jack Rayner, Summer, and Olivia uh-huh. Cook from Bates Motel. Um, the theme thriller will follow a journey with the murder of her extreme son will form an unlike alliance with his pregnant girlfriend and track down the ones responsible for his death. To together, they will the two of them will confront a world of drugs and corruption in the underbelly of their small city. So it's called opiate thriller. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> no, right. no, mother's cool. milk. Called I know, mother's you, milk. I know, but you said you, you didn't live in a small town growing up, did you? I was in Minnesota, Texas. You live in where? Uh, I mean, the, my town was, I don't know, 15,000 people. That's not small. Okay. Yeah. My town was small. My my town, I was all part of the fucking drug dealers <laughs> and the gangsters of that town. All right. Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Emily Blunt in the new Netflix action film Pain Hustlers. Chris Evans will return to Netflix to star in the, the David Yates film Pain Hustlers, Hustlers alongside. Um, now, Pain Hustlers is a new action murder that's currently in development Netflix. They haven't given us a lot of words about exactly what it is because, you know, uh, there are no, here it is. The film centers on Lisa Drake, played by Emily Blunt, a high school dropout dreaming of a better life for her and her young daughter who lands a job with a healing pharmaceutical startup in the yellowing strip mall in central Florida. Liz's charm, guts, and drive catapult the company and her into a high life where she soon finds herself at the center of a criminal conspiracy with deadly consequences. That sounds like fun. (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. It's fucking... It's Chris. It's Chris Evans and Emily Blunt. One of those names is enough for me to buy a fucking ticket. <laughs> which one is it for you? What? Which Which one? Which one is which it enough for you to buy a ticket? If you had to be, pick one, both of their names. I mean, it's, okay, but, but okay. oh, Chris only Evans. if Chris Evans is in whipped cream with a banana hanging out of his butt. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. Not another teen movie. If you guys haven't seen it. 
go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. People sure. hate Ezra Miller. Uh, because apparently that person's a complete douche nozzle. I know, and we got the Flash movie coming out next year. Still not done. They're going to have to really rehabilitate their image to um, be okay seeing it. So the fans of the DCU have come up with a great answer to it. Okay. DCEU fans want Elliot Page to take over Ezra Miller's part. He could easily be CGI'd right over Ezra Miller's face. Oh, because the, the Flash movie's done, right? The booth. Yeah. Now, well, there's oh. still editing doing, you know, all the computer graphics. Yeah, I guess reshoots like, really, would be probably really all. expensive, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, at this yeah. point, they've already done all the shoots. They're just adding the CGI to it. So Yeah, I mean, I, they could do what they did when they come to because I know they're cutting out um, an Amber Heard's role for Aquaman 2, like, or they reduced her role, which is some shit, but I'm sure. But um, but uh, yeah, they could they could probably put Elliot Page in the, in Ezra Miller's role and uh, see that could work with it. He'd be great. I mean, Elliot Page is a great actor. So, and I I'd like definitely to see him. I did I said I definitely see him enter the DCU. That'd be fun. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm Elliot Page is awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, he already is in the DC universe how did i forget something really i almost forgot something the umbrella academy is that a dc thing i didn't know that's a dc thing that's dc vertigo yes i didn't i didn't know that thank you (laughs) (laughs) anyway um (laughs) moving on paramount pictures had a has a has a secret movie that just got done filming if they just got it done they're just wrapped and starring Julia Gardner from Ozark, you know, uh, she's the the blonde that owns the motel or and does everything for Marty, um, the hillbilly chick. If you've watched Ozarks, <laughs> they think everybody now knows, thinks they know what it is. The movie is titled Apartment Seven A. They okay. think it is the prequel to Rosemary's Baby. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it had to be set in the 50s, right? The 50s or the 60s. Yeah. So, but it's a secret movie. You said that, it, that nothing knows, is known about it except for the people yeah. that are in it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm yeah. glad I'm a proud plus member. So, Stephen Yin, you all know him as the guy who got his bat, brains bashed out by Negan on Walking Dead. Uh, uh, yeah, well, spoiler words. Yeah. But no, no, everybody knows that by now. That's like five, six years ago. All right. Yeah, everybody knows when peace dies. Gone. Anyway, uh, Stephen Yin um, is joining Bong Wong Ho's uh, Warner Brothers sci fi movie with Robert Pattison, who's expected to lead the cast, uh, also including Mark Ruffalo and Tony Collette. Now, um, not a lot it has been said. It's based, it's called Mickey Seven, a novel um, from author Edward Ashton. Uh, will be published in February. So not a lot is being said about it. It's like a man on an expedition to try to colonize an ice world is what we got so far. Mm. So, hey. Queens. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think ice movies do as good as like disaster movies. You know what I'm saying? You think you think like like uh I mean Dance Tomorrow was an ice movie, right? Yeah. 
you know, and it didn't do that good. Didn't do as good as its predecessor, you know, um, Independence Day. Boom. Disney launches Howard University Fund to support black storytellers. Okay. The Disney yeah. Storytellers Fund at Howard University was announced by Walt Disney Company on Sunday at the Essence Festival of Culture. The multi-year program will provide stipends over a five-year period for student projects focused on storytelling across animation, digital design, gaming, journalism, live action, performing arts, product design, visual design, virtual reality, and more. Isn't that awesome? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, companies uh, to help each other out. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, Will Ferrell and Reese Weatherspoon is going to lead a new wedding comedy movie. Will Ferrell and Reese Weatherspoon are set to team up for Untitled Wedding Comedy Movie, which is currently in development at Amazon Studios. Damn. They're just jumping in, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, let's just do this. Everything's coming back, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to the middle of the month. I would get some good news coming out. and I'm looking forward to next Saturday. I'm actually seeing the we're talk Dude, about. there's yeah, like four fucking movies at streaming right now that I want to see. You know, like the man from Toronto, the princess. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm. There's at least four movies right now I want to see, but, and I'm yeah, waiting I mean, what, for the conversation with you because I'm not going to jump on them and yeah. not, you know, and and not do it for the because, podcast. But, but but we are doing one next week for like uh, in argue we were talking. About, Thor: Love and Thunder. Oh, I know that one for sure. Yeah, I had that talking about Thor: Love and Thunder. <laughs> that's a great segue to this one. If you know her, she you know played uh, the evil Lannister on <laughs> Thrones and is in Gunpowder Mike. So, is being sued for one point five million dollars by her former UK agency, uh, Torika, over unpaid commission fees for several projects, including the part that was cut. From Marvel's Thor, Love, and Thunder. Oh, she was in it, and they cut her. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, maybe she has $1.5 million to throw around. Uh, I don't know. A lot of actors don't, though. So, Man, agency. Uh, she owes them 300000 from the film Nine Bullets. She owes them $650,000 from her Showtime dramedy series, Rita. Um, Damn, dude. That's some money. The biggest piece of Batman uh, memorabilia is being sold next week at auction. The one that everybody, it'll be, well, I mean, I guess it's a couple weeks. It's July 22nd and 23rd. Um, You know, one of the biggest pieces of Batman history is going to be sold at auction. I'm going to give you the starting price. Chris, what it is. Well, what you're getting the starting price of what the item is? Okay. Um, what's the starting price? And I'll, yes. Okay. The starting price for the Batman item that is going to be auctioned is $40,000. Is it? That is the starting price. Is it a battering? No, sir. Is it a cowl from the first Batman movie? It is from. It is. It is from. One of the Batman movies. Okay. One of the newer ones? Like of the and, and you're getting really close. You're really close with the cow. I'll just go ahead and tell you after you said cow, because you're really close okay. with that. That's right, folks. Starting at forty thousand dollars, you can get the bat suit 
with the bat nipples. (laughs) George Clooney's Batman and Robin nipple suit will be for $40,000 starting off on July 22nd and 23rd. Uh, the Heritage Hollywood and Entertainment Signature Auction would take place. So $40,000, Chris, and you can have that in your basement. I don't want it in my basement. I do want to meet the person who buys it, though. To be honest, let's just talk about this for half a second. To be honest, though, to be honest, it's probably going to go for a hundred and something. Yeah, a hundred and some thousand, right? Starting at 40. Yeah. A hundred and some thousand. But... Why? (laughs) (laughs) But why, Chris? All right. And I that's the end of the news. Let's get to this last movie so we can finish this up. That is the movies don't suck in some of the news. I told Chris a bunch of stuff while all our shit fucked up the whole entire time. You don't hear that much of it because we'll edit. Uh, I mean, you'll hear it like on YouTube, but when the 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 thing that people listen to comes out, man, yeah, it's gonna be a motherfucking. I don't know what's going on in the world today. <laughs> is, is there solar flares? What I know what's hell? going on, dude. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about uh, the black phone. Black phone, directed by Scott Derrickson. He actually uh, left. Um, uh, he actually uh, he actually did, actually let Doctor Strange: The Multiverse of Madness to do this movie. Um, he's also, he, but he directed the first Doctor Strange movie. He's also directed uh, Sinister, Delivers from Evil, The the Earth Stood Still, The Exorcism of Rose, and his newest film is the horror thriller film, The Black Phone. This is based on actually a short story by Joe Hill. If you guys don't know who Joe Hill is, he is Stephen King's son. Uh, but uh, this stars Mason Things as Finney and Madeline McGraw as Gwen. Well, he was stupid to pick a fight with Robin Ariana. He's the toughest kid in school since the grabber got pinball Vince Hopper. I wish you wouldn't call him that. Okay, and this also stars Ethan Hawke as the grabber. The most unremarkable of events. Jerome Morrow, navigator first class. And this also stars Jamie Davies as Terrence. Because I'm thinking women, right? Right now, we got women. And also, it stars E. e. Residential's Detective Wright, Troy Lucille's Detective Miller, James Ransone as Max, and uh, a good bunch of other little kids. Um, Let's read the storyline for this one. Finey Blake is a shy but clever 13-year-old <laughs> boy who is abducted by a sadistic killer and trapped in a soundproof basement where screaming is of no use. When a disconnected phone on the wall begins to ring, Finney discovers that he can hear the voices of killer's previous victims, and they are dead set on making sure that what happened to them doesn't happen to Finney. I like the dead set part. That's funny. Um, so, uh, so uh, I saw this in a full theater. I saw this on like a on a on a, uh, on a Saturday afternoon, and the theater was completely full. Um, when did you see this? Just like yesterday or something? What day are we in? Today is Thursday. Yes, yesterday. Okay, so I saw it yesterday okay. during the day, and there's like uh, about there's about thirty people in the, the theater. Oh, so you saw it like, during the day. Okay. At, uh, yeah. At noon. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Um, so uh, this is something that I've been looking forward to quite a bit. I've seen previews for, you and I have seen previews for like a year. 
Um, and it's now falling out. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you, I mean, have you, my wife had no clue what she went told me. She had no clue what it was about. And, um, she very quickly discovered from the beginning of the movie what it was about. What do you mean she had no idea what? Yeah, she had some reads of this, man. It's about, it's very clear. It says right on the poster, the black, black phone. phone. Yeah, it's just, because we're the whole movie, right? Um, but, um, I don't, uh, I like this movie. I thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting. I thought, I thought it was cool. I thought it was creepy parts uh-huh. to it. Um, I do, I do think it was probably a better short film than it was a, a actual feature one. No, I like the long feature. Um, I, I thought it was really cool. Um, one of my favorite things about this movie was the fact that the the, the killer's face mask, mm-hmm. like it was interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. And so it'd be like, there's one that had horns, then there's one that was that was blank, and then there's like smiley face, frowny face, and it's kind of a great reflection of like I love that the fact that you could t- change the creature. Like, I want that mask. And I want all the different pieces that come with it so I can wear it to Halloween and just, like, keep changing it all night you, long without telling people I'm changing do it. Do you think this mask will be sold for Halloween? Do you think you find the mask like this for Halloween? I have no idea, man. I have no idea. I do have to give mad props, though, to freaking um, Ethan Hawke because he wasn't one of those, you know, um, asshole people that were like, Oh my God! You know my vo- my face isn't through the whole entire movie. Right? There's like oh, yeah, I need yeah. my face. No, he he did. Ethan Hawke was behind that mask and he was fucking killer. Ethan Hawke's a killer, great in this movie. Um, so was and um, go ahead. So were Mason and Madeline. Those two actors, they were fucking incredible, right? Like, they're such yeah, dude. The kids were great, yeah. and the kids uh, acted in other stuff before, yeah. um, like um, Mason. Uh, Gosh, who else was he in? And he was in a, a show or something that I've watched before. What was I? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it was uh, Walker. Uh, I watched. I saw him in that before. And then uh, Madeline McGraw was just in uh, nearly. Uh, she was in Bones. And she's been in everything from, like, um, Toy Story 4. She was in Criminal Minds. She was Young Hope in Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know? Yeah. Both those kid actors are Finney and Gwen, who played Finney and Gwen. Fantastic. All the acting in this was top-notch. Even, even like, you felt a, you, you know, Jeremy Davies played Terrence, their dad, and you hated him. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and you, oh, dude. Yeah. you inflict hating someone, that's, that's, that's something else, man, like. That's it's top notch acting. Um, uh, and the thing I'm sure you didn't even know, Joe Hill, the author of the book, is the son of Stephen I King. I mentioned that earlier, but you you heard that when you walked away, right? Um, yeah, it's like, oh, I forgot Chris was supposed to be looking up the facts. Well, I knew this before. Actually, when I knew this before, I you knew that. Like, you, like, uh, <laughs> but uh, I mean, do you like Joe Hill? Have you read some of his stuff, right? Yes, yeah. um, and also, I mean, I mean, this felt like a Stephen King book. It did, right? Um, and I mean, it was, it was. Uh, but the thing is, unlike Stephen King books, this got a good adaptation. <laughs> I think for I've, some reason nobody can make a Stephen King book into a good. So adaptation. I think I think we, except for Green Mile, I know, and Green Mile, Redemption, and Doctor and Doctor Sleep was good. Also, I mean, it 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 part one season, but. But yeah, right. yeah, I know it fucking sucked after part at part two just ruined that. Like but, part one was awesome, and then part yeah, two, it's yeah. like 
even part two started really well <laughs> because it's starting with the story that starts at the movie at the beginning of the book. Anyway, yeah, we can, um, but we can agree that the Green Mile is the best adaptation of a Stephen King property, even if it's not a word film. Mm. What are you thinking? What are you saying? I, I uh, uh, man, Sleepwalkers. I'd have to go Sleepwalkers. Mm. Okay. No, right. I'm just kidding. Carrie. <laughs> Carrie. Oh, yeah. Carrie's Carrie, my Carrie's, favorite. Yeah, Carrie's Carrie is my favorite of all time. Okay. But, um, <laughs> back in Stephen King's cocaine days. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, just, uh, anyway, moving on to the movie that we're talking about. Um, it's not the Stephen King podcast. It's called The Black Phone. Uh, but it was, it, you know, this movie, it takes place in the late 70s, and so it's in comfortable film territory. Uh, Mm-hmm. Perfect to mind from, so you don't have to worry about cell phones or anything like that. This is a uh, this is a movie that I I love these type of movies that I period piece like this really hit me uh, hit me hard, and so I was into this movie quite a bit. Um, my wife did not like this movie. I want to mention that, by the way, she she did not like it, but I did. Um, Man, was Maya Hawk in this? Are you, who's my, is that his daughter? Is that my Hawk's daughter? Because yeah. I just read one of the facts that said Maya Hawk was in this movie, and I'm not she... seeing you listed in here, <laughs> even even not in credit either. Huh? Yeah. Whatever. Weird. But um, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, Maya Hawk's in uh, Stranger Things, and for some reason the trivia thing is like, I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, this movie was uh, I liked it. I liked it a lot because uh, what it did was. It gave you a hint of things to come. It, it gave you an idea that there was um, something in the works. And then finally, when it all came together, you're like, that's fucking cool. I didn't kind of see that, but now I see exactly what was going on here the whole time. Yeah. And, <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah, it had a twist. The kid's acting was ridiculous. Ethan Hawke plays a creepy guy like he always does perfectly. Yeah, you know, it's, he's the flawless mean, actor. Remember <laughs> remember that movie? I mean, um, remember that movie Ethan Hawke played in where he played a really creepy guy and and everybody and he ruined everybody's day cuz he was he was just an asshole and he turned in everybody. Uh, what was it called? Training Day. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he was the he, yeah. He was the villain. A cap. <laughs> and he turned into Denzel Washington. He was obviously the good guy in that yeah. movie. Yeah. But um. Oh, I forgot about the Magnificent Seven from 2016. Mm. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> now we all need to forget about that one. Oh, I forgot he was in Total Recall too. Oh man. Uh. The, the remake. Yeah, yeah. The remake. So, any stuff happening, man. When the movie's great on its own, just leave it alone. You know? Yeah, I don't understand remakes and reboots of things that are great. Look, man, we we got it already. Yeah. We already got that. We already got amazing. that. It's amazing. Now, why, don't you go, why don't you grab, go grab some of that shitty stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, that didn't work. You make it work this time. Yeah, the, the things that didn't work, and why don't you go try to re- rework that shit? Yeah, how, uh, how often but, uh, do remakes work? I mean, I guess uh, the thing from 1980 is the remake of the 50s movie, but how often do remakes actually are better than the original? Does that ever happen? Well, I mean, um, A Star is Born worked uh, every time. That's true. Okay. Um, the remake of Star Wars works. You mean the, the prequel? I mean the, the sequels? The, the, no, Orville. 
Oh, Star Trek, you mean? <laughs> yeah, it is more of a Star Trek, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we are back in the black phone. Uh, I have all the actors great in it. Had great twists. Had great storyline. Um, I liked it. A lot of, I can see people saying it's too slow, but I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. People in the theater seemed like they enjoyed it. <laughs> you and the three people were like, "Do you like it?" Thumbs up. <laughs> I said thirty people, not three. Oh, oh, there were thirty people. Wow. Okay, that's a lot of people. Yeah, it was a pretty busy theater for a Wednesday noon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, all right, let me read some quotes and let's get to our ratings. Right. You're not going to marry a member of the Partridge family. Get over it. Fuck with Finn again. I fuck with you. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm the grab. Obviously, I'm the grabber, you dumb fucking fart knuckers. <laughs> By the way, I laughed so hard at that. Yeah, I know, right? That's why I wrote it down. Because <laughs> I laughed so hard. You're not your mother. You do not see things that aren't there. Jesus, I know you. Know what? I'm going to ask you, but I'm going to ask you it anyways. You don't have to be scared. Nothing bad is going to happen to you here. Your arm is meant. You almost had me. Don't go upstairs. It's a trap. Everything is different now. Nothing is going right. You spend so long being invisible, and then everybody in the state all of a sudden knows your name. You say one word, and I will gut you like a pig in the street and strangle you with your own intestines. Scary. Jesus, what the fuck? Fuck them. I mean, seriously, like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. This isn't, this isn't about you. Fuck him. A man never leaves their friends behind. This is the last call. It's all you from here on out. He was an idiot, but he was my idiot. Today's the day, motherfucker. Fucker. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what's your score on this? Uh, I'm going to give it 11. Out of what? Negative four. Okay. That's- <laughs> I'm going to give it... Um, all right. Uh, 3.9. Um, fuck you, that's what I'm doing too. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I, I like the movie. It was a good movie. It's mm-hmm. a very rewatchable movie. I mean, but the thing is, it's not an overly rewatchable no, movie. No. Like, I can wa- you can watch this two or three more times, and you'll be like, okay, I got it. You know, there wasn't anything that, like, really blows your fucking mind. But at the same start, at the same, um, this is one of those movies that if the ending gets ruined for you before you go in, yeah, you, you're going to fucking hate it. You know, so don't don't try to get any spoilers out there. Try to just have a good time, and this will be a good movie for yeah, it. Yeah, take it. It's a good way to spend an afternoon. You're, but again, if it's ruined for you, it's ruined for you. Sorry, it's over. But uh, three point nine for both of us. Neil, you know, what is the audience score in on this one? Seventy nine. Eighty nine percent. 
There's also I mean, it's consensus. Damn, I was off by ten. It says with a terrific villain. Oh, I'm sorry, with a terrific villain and a twisty story stacked with edge of your silly seat thrills. The Black Phone is a must-watch for fans of suspenseful horror. Now, what's the critic score in on this one? Seventy-three. Eighty-three percent. Chris and Damn, I was off 10% yeah. by both of them. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Chris and is the black phone might have been even more frightening, but it remains an entertaining, well acted adaptation of scarily good source material. So, that's uh, what Artemis has to say about it. You know, didn't win any money this time, maybe next time. Uh, but uh, that's the black phone. What are we watching next week? Oh, dude, there's only one movie. There's only one movie I know off the top of my fucking head. And duh, it is the one, the only. We all love them. It, it's the four-letter word. You can scream out during sex and your lover will not get mad. It is Thor. Love and Thunder. Love and thunder. Uh, I watched um, Ragnarok again last night. Just in preparation, I, I rewatch it. I rewatch it constantly. Oh, yeah. Like literally, like when I when I do like when I'm doing dishes or something like that, I'll put it on my phone <laughs> and like have it going on the Alexa, you know, just playing. Like it's one of the Thor Ragnarok is one of my go tos. <sighs> um, but, and the second movie, I don't know which one you want to watch. I don't. Uh, the Man from Toronto. We can do that one. That's fine. The Princess. You know. Um, you know, what do you want? That's you, you tell me what you want. Tell me what you want, I'll, Chris. I'll text it to you and the listeners will be surprised. What do you want to do with your life? I'll text you. I'll let you know. Really, you didn't. I set you up, man. Set you up. You Which, don't even know what that's from, do you? No. Yeah, tell me. So there's this movie one time called Animal House. Yeah, I know. Okay. Right. Okay. And there's a guy in that movie that had a horse, and his name was Fetermeyer. Right? Uh-huh. And so after that movie came out, and he was very popular, there's this little band named Twisted Sister. Yeah. I've heard Twisted Sister. And, and all their music videos, they had the guy who played Edemeyer from Animal House always come in there screaming at people like, you know, like he was the, the Republican conservative telling them not to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and in one music video, he yells at this little kid and he's like, what do you want to do in your life? Goes, I want to rock, rock. Yeah. I want to rock, rock. Okay. No. <laughs> I got you. I miss music videos, dude. I really do. Yeah. I wish there was it's a, an art form that died. You know what would have been cool? If they had a TV channel, that all they showed were music videos. That would be cool, right? Man, I know. They could call it something like Music TV. I, or, or, oh, MTV for short. Right? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking reality shows filled my fucking... You know how video killed the radio star? Mm-hmm. Reality show killed the video star. All right. 
You can, anyway. find, you can find us on all the movies on Facebook.net. We're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash news on some podcasts. We're on Twitter. At NTS Podcast. We're on Instagram. At NTS Podcast. We're on Patreon. Patreon.com slash news on suck. If you guys want to buy shirts, whether they're faces or our logo or anything else Neil's made, go to my friend's account slash news on suck and something to do. We're on Twitch to NTS Podcast. And we're on all stream platforms where you can find podcasts. You can find movies that don't suck and something to do. If you got a small business, let us know, and we'll be more than happy to sit there and promote you. Call us. Let us know. Uh, you can call Chris at 913. Hold on. That, that's not oh. my number. So. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you can call us. You can message us. You can email us. Let us know. We want to support you. It's free of charge. Just send us your information, and we'll be more than happy to promote it to our thousands of viewers, our millions of listeners. Oh, yeah. Um Real quick. That's it, man. Let's get out of here. Real quick. Movies on podcast at gmail.com and info or info movies on stuff.net. So I can get a hold of this if you guys don't like the social media shit. Um, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Something to Do. My name's Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter how many times she doesn't call you back for that booty pole, don't pick up that black phone because you might die and go to hell. Have a good night.